0: off home mortgage has taken the place of the bmw as the status symbol
1: of choice
2: this is lacrosse talk AM, oh. where your voice matters Now dave ramsey in on the issues important to not you, rush limbo where you control the content where no time do lacrosse talk pm by first something? of the year have some constructive criticism do you have solutions to fix the problems that plague us we want to hear from you streaming on Weigh Facebook in with live your comments on the Better right hearing now. Center talk and text line at 75 7914 now your host for lacrosse talk pm Rick Solem I should play that intro more just to confuse everybody welcome to 2020. Everybody who's not watching the Badger game, I feel like you should watch the Badger game and listen to the show. You could do that, right? Uh, the Rush Limbo intro, when, when we were first making an intro to my show and by we, I mean Jesse, uh, who's over on Z93, he sends me that clip with no context except that, hey, here's your show intro. What do you think? And not knowing Jesse all that well i just text him back and i'm, I'm like isn't that the rush limbo intro <laughs> and he kind of let it sit there for a while and he texts me he's like yeah i was effing with you it was a joke rick it was fun it was funny i was trying to be funny i'm like oh good yes that was super funny and you totally got me <laughs> good one jeff uh, I should play that every once in a while just to confuse people. Welcome to the New Year. Happy New Year everybody. 608-785-7914. 608-785-7914. We're going to make Brad Brad's here. Brad, I don't think Brad leaves the newsroom a lot, so Brad's here on New Year's Day too. He's not here in studio today. I'm going to give him a break. Although we don't have a we don't have the news segments that we usually have since we're kind of off and uh, but I told Brad, hey if you if you want to do a news at the you know half halfway through the hour that would be cool because it'd give me a little break because i want to talk for an hour straight here today not really there's commercials but it's always nice to have that little come in talk for three four minutes and drew does the news uh probably gonna leave off or uh, probably gonna take over where I left off a little bit yesterday because I never did get through uh, some of the stuff that's happened in the past decade. And if you got anything that sticks out in your mind that you remember, like I was just listening to some podcasts today and like Twitter was kind of the only real social media app that that people were using, you know, just in, in terms of like real time. Like Facebook might kind of kind of found its own niche in in terms of uh, fake news sharing fake news stories I although Twitter's pretty good at that but when it comes to like real time Twitter's still kind of the dominant force there but that's you know it started to do that in the 2010s and uh, Instagram wasn't a thing Facebook was coming along Facebook's kind of evolved into more of a you know if you want to share your outrage i guess and uh, a lot of older people are using facebook now more often i think twitter is probably probably encompasses more most most broadly the amount of people and then instagram that's the safe space for for the most part unless you unless you follow certain certain pages that that uh, like for a while i was share i was following uh I don't know what the page was anymore, but it would often share horrible things that were going on environmentally. Just you know, like the the luring of uh, sea life, like dolphins or whales, to a beach, and then they do this uh, on the other side of the globe. You know, one of them weird countries uh, where they, yeah, they lure all these. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. It was depressing, and I just, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to help. Alleviate that. And I just really just making me sad by seeing it. So I stopped following those pages. Uh, even friends, I've had a couple of friends, uh, even on Facebook, be like, hey, I really appreciate the stuff you share on Facebook. And other friends be like, ah, I got to stop following you because I didn't want to. Triple uh, C, that's your name on here. Text it in. The. Uh, <laughs> Enjoyed the uh, Pretender song, the Rush Limbo intro. Uh, Eric from Sparta is calling. Happy New Year, yeah, Eric! R- You're on the air.
1: Yeah, Rush Limbo. Is that how you pronounce his name? Rush Limbo. Limbaugh? Rush Limbo, Limbaugh, what you said. Okay. Do um, you, you acknowledge that you said that?
2: Okay. Well, fine.
1: Okay. There. I thought. I thought. Uh, Mr. Knusten, be out today. I thought you said that yesterday. Maybe Thursday. I'm mistaken, but I don't
2: know. Yeah, but, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday.
1: Oh, I thought he said he'd be on today.
2: No, nope. tomorrow.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Don't, never mind, never mind. Anyway, you watch some Badgers.
2: What's the score? It was seven-seven when I stopped.
1: I had Badgers ahead a little bit.
2: Ahead a little bit. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yep, seven to ten Badgers. Yeah.
1: Anyway, uh. Um, I wish you a happy new year and I wish Mary and uh main street guy would call your program today because <laughs> I love those people. And number three also. Thank you very much.
2: Bye. All right. See you later. I, I, I don't think they're going to call, but happy new year to you, Eric. 608-785-7914. Yeah, it was, uh, the other day I was the other day yesterday. It seems like the other day cause new year's happening. kind of a whirlwind, uh, I was sharing just a, a lot of the th- a lot of the things that happened in the past decade from goodhousekeeping.com. dot com. It was pretty interesting. Just some of the stuff. Some of the stuff was terrible. Um, but just random things. The headline of the story was thirty one things we totally forgot happened this decade. And I was like, oh, Yeah, these are these are kind of cool and, and a couple of ag- examples. I got to two thousand twelve. So I barely got into this yesterday, although it seemed like I was doing it forever. Uh, but you know, I was interjecting a little bit like Linsanity and uh, we Stuff like uh, 2011, we said goodbye to Harry Potter. Uh, Linsanity happened. Uh, millions tuned in to watch The Royal Wedding. I did not. The, the song Friday was released. I don't know why that's part of this. Uh, so I, I kind of wanted to continue there, but if you guys have anything that that you remember for the past decade or or just the past year, uh, shoot me a text, give me a call, 608-785-7914. Um, this list is, is interesting, and, uh, and I'll just keep going. December 2012, people thought the world would end, right? Like, remember the the, the Mayan calendar? <laughs> the world didn't end. Kind of feels like it sometimes. <laughs> Maybe it did end, and we we're just... I did read a story, too. This is kind of off subject, but uh, in, in relation to the world ending, I did re- read a story, too, that uh, there, there are scientists out there that think we're actually just living in a, a matrix-type situation where we're all actually kind of in the matrix, and it's not that far-fetched of an idea. And he he taught, part of the story was how humanity has evolved to the point where we're getting there. We're almost getting to the point where we could live in a alternate reality or a matrix or, you know, however you want to put it. And, you know, in the next, and it was a while, it was maybe next fifty, hundred 50, hundred years, 200, I don't know what it was, but uh, eventually we'll have the capabilities scientifically to, you know, plug in and and just be in a alternate reality at this point where we're, we're were to virtual reality, right? We put the goggles on and we could do that. I so said, the next step, you know, would be in, to be inside that. And then from there, and the, the whole idea was like, if we ourselves get to the point where we can put ourselves into an alternate rela- reality or, you know, just a virtual reality, but in a, in a different way that we can conceive now, more so like the matrix where you just plug in when we, as our society does that, 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 proves that we are probably already living in that alternate reality like we're already there it was kind of an interesting theory uh the fact that if humanity evolves to the point where it can put itself in a virtual reality kind of means that we're already in a virtual reality july 2012 Gangnam style <laughs> that was a, that was the most vi- watched video ever uh continue with this list Get off my uh, virtual reality uh, evolution. But um, I've never seen the video Gangnam Style. Gungam style. I'm sorry to say. Uh, February 2013, the Harlem Shake went viral. I couldn't tell you what the Harlem Shake is off the top of my head, but if I saw it, would be like, yes. Uh, April to July 2013, everyone learned the cup song from the movie. Is it a movie, Pitch Perfect? Uh, I actually kind of like that song. September 2013, what does the Fox say (laughs) became a YouTube sensation? I can't remember that. Yeah, 2013. Didn't seem like it was all that long ago, but uh, this is more more interesting. These are more up my alley, and uh, it's a little depressing, but March 2014, an airplane disappeared, right? A jet. uh, And I just wrote a little notes here. 239 passengers and crew were on board. It, it remained an unsolved mystery. Remember that jet that that flew over the Atlantic and nobody knew where it went. Uh, in July of this year, so it happened in 2014. And in July of this year, uh, it gave us the clear story today to what happened to that plane was intentionally crashed by the pilot. So, uh, yeah, that was 2014. It took five five years for for us to figure out what happened uh free fred, fred texts and rick we already are in alternate reality democrats and then the re- democrats and then the rest of us happy new year okay um we're all in it just the democrats are in alternate reality or the fact that trump is our president and that's some kind of twisted alternate reality uh july through august 2014 everyone was doing the ice bucket challenge do you remember that it it it, uh, for uh, ALS Awareness, I think it raised, let's see here, total of $150 million was raised for ALS Awareness and Research. And uh, the Ice Bucket Challenge even led to the discovery of a new ALS gene. So maybe we should do more challenges like that, the Ice Bucket Challenge. I remember seeing one of my friends take a front loader and have it poured over themselves. Had someone pour you know, ice water from a from a tractor, essentially a front load, loader, uh, February, 2015, the internet had a heated debate over a dress. And I think, was it, was it black or blue? God, that was four years ago. Uh, 608, So I, I'll, I'll hit this list a little, a little bit later. Uh, so yeah, a couple of these are pretty interesting. Um, and I was just, just, uh, in general, looking at other things that from the, from the decade billboard, uh, the, the website, Billboard, Billboard.com, musically, musically anyway, they put out the top 10 songs released this decade, and I'll get to that in a minute. And it was, I was like, wow, well, I must be old because i not totally into any of these songs. But we'll be back. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after this on Wizard. <laughs> Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk Piano. I was a little confused there, and I didn't put any music in, but... I, uh, I had the Badger score up and then it started playing over my headphones because I had the computer on. And I was like, wait, what's going on? This isn't going over the air, is it? It is not. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Badgers, Oregon right now. Ten seven Badgers, one of the top quarterbacks to be drafted next year in the NFL. Oregon's quarterback Justin Abair already throwing a pick. Uh, Eric from Sparta is back on. Eric, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah. Being the first of the year,
1: first day of the new year, I have a uh, a couple of um, suggestions. that some of your callers. The one I missed the most is Mary. That's number one. Okay.
2: Do you have any? I, I, <laughs> you have suggestions friend, for callers. Let
1: me I got four or five in there now please give me that please let me speak
2: uh, okay
1: Main Street I always was I'm always a good guy I'm not, I'm not as smart as he is but uh, he's a good guy and uh, uh, Greg Lewis, libertarian guy free speech Fred number three he's a favorite of mine always um, Mitch Reynolds. Word. You know, could he call in? What's the law? Triple And I was wondering if Mike Hayes ever listened to your evening program, if he could call in and comment on some of the news that's going on today. <laughs> and uh, I have many more, but I that's my short list. Thank you very much. I appreciate it more than you know. I really do.
2: Thank All right. you. Thank you, Eric. Uh, Eric's top 10 list of Favorite callers, kind of. However many that was, I don't think Hayes uh, hey, is ever gonna call in. He's got three hours to do in the morning, probably relax in the afternoon, and then uh, I'd probably yell at him later. Hey, dude, this is my show. Stay on your own time slot. No, I'm just kidding. And Mitch Reynolds won't call in, <laughs> so don't even. It's not he he doesn't he's not gonna call in. 608 785 7914. Better Hearing Center talking text line. Some of the headlines that are pretty interesting right now Australia sending aid to wildlife towns as death toll rises. So, uh, military ships and aircrafts are out to help communities ravaged by an apocalyptic fire, wildfires that have left at least 17 people dead nationwide and sent thousands of residents and holidaymakers fleeing to the shoreline. Navy ships, military aircraft, bringing water, food, and fuel to towns where supplies were depleted and roads were cut off by the fires. More than 175 homes destroyed in the region. Some 4,000 people in the coastal town of Malacuta fled to the shore as winds pushed the fires towards their homes. I have a friend, actually, uh, that lives there. I I, uh, can't get a hold of him, but he he posted a couple days ago that and it wasn't like a an apocalyptic type post. It was just like real cool. The fires are, you know, spreading, and they're just down the road from my house. So, uh, not really sure if uh, haven't haven't checked to see if he's posted since then. That was that was uh, I think yesterday or the day before. Um, but yeah, it's pretty crazy how Australia's kind of burning up. There's also a story, I'll throw this on, it should be on the Wisdom News website in a little bit, but President and Supreme Court top Wisconsin races for 2020. Uh, If you're going to go out to vote, there's going to be a lot of reasons to do so, right? Presidential race, who's going to run against Donald Trump, Supreme Court race, and the legislature. Everyone in the state assembly and 16 of the Senate's 33 members are on the ballot this fall. Republicans hold a 63-36 majority in the assembly. Little chance Democrats could overtake them, thanks in part to legislative districts drawn by the GOP that favor their side. Uh, The Senate's much closer. Republicans hold a 19-14 majority. Senate leader Scott Fitzgerald says he thinks Republicans will make gains but they're unlikely to have a 22-seat veto-proof supermajority. Of course, the GOP majority leader, the Senate majority leader is going to think that his Senate's going to make gains and the Democratic Senate minority leader, Jennifer Schilling, the cross who won by just 61 votes last time following a recount, she's in a race targeted right by Republicans. Democrats have their sights set on uh, Stevens Point District and other places there. There's also a special election for the congressional seat in the 7th District, where Representative Sean Duffy left, and then he went to be a lobbyist. Even though he left to say he needed to spend more time with his family, his daughter uh, came out was, was, was his newborn daughter, born with a heart condition. Uh, and then replacing Sensenbrenner, the retirement of Republican Representative Jim Sensenbrenner Brenner in the 5th Congressional District. North and west of Milwaukee created a buzz of activity among the GOP. Sensenbrenner held the seat for 42 years. So if we want to talk about term limits, here's a perfect example. <laughs> Jim Sensenbrenner all right we're gonna take another quick break brad has been nice enough to do the news so let's do that let's well yeah let's let's take a let's go to brad in the newsroom and then a couple commercials we'll be back right here on wisdom after this all right welcome back to Cross talk pm just trying to find my friend on facebook to see if he posted any uh any updates but i can't find him maybe maybe he deletes facebook no i'm just kidding i just can't find him because his last name isn't actually his last name so i don't know who to search for 608 there he is 608 uh yesterday nine eighteen p.m so which is probably today yesterday in australia Hottest New Year's I've ever experienced. 113 degrees and a bushfire burning out of control four miles away. What a way to start 2020. My friend Paul texted in. No, he didn't text in. He uh, he posted that yesterday on Facebook. Uh, always interesting to read my, what is it, U.S. Congressman in Minnesota's Facebook post calling uh, his constituents trolls and, Blatantly putting Democrats are trying to take your guns. <laughs> like Just just stop, man. Very uh, de- divisive uh, congressman we have in Minnesota. Kind of the opposite of what we have here in Wisconsin. Uh, Badgers still, Badgers now losing 14 to 10. Three minutes to go in the half. Not getting the Washington, not, not not a big, not the biggest college football fan, but, it's a, and this is why, because the Badgers are playing Oregon in a bowl game, that means absolutely nothing. It's nice, you get to see some of your players one last time, right, Jonathan Taylor probably going to be in the NFL next year, and uh, this Oregon quarterback, Bear, he's going to be, I think it's Hebert. It's spelled Herbert, but if I remember, it could be Herbert, actually. Now I think about it, there used to be a Falcons quarterback named Bobby abert and it was H-O-E-B-E-R-T, but this is H-E-R-B-E-R-T, so maybe maybe it is Herbert. My bad, Justin. Uh, he's going to be one of the top quarterbacks in the draft next year. Maybe the Packers should take him. Looks like Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of out of it. He's done. Uh go back to this list of uh, just things that happened in a decade but I want to get to another list it's kind of a kind of a nice time to do a list show because the uh, decades over the years over and hey what, what do we miss and so these were the this is uh, from billboard.com these were the top 100 songs but the top 10 songs of the decade I believe I think these are the top 10 and <laughs> you be the judge if any of these songs just resonated with you in, in the past in the past decade. And if you hear like some badger highlights pop up, it's because they got an ESPN link open. I better mute that right now. Mute that. Uh, so number 10. Here's the here's tenth song of the decade, according to Billboard.com.
1: See you, crystal clear. Go out
2: makes sense right rolling in the deep Adelaide heard this song I, I'm i into it I like the song hard to think like a, a whole decade and this is uh number 10 but uh, that's where we're at with, with that so let's go to number nine the, 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 there's honestly this list gets worse as you go 10 was like I could deal with that like I like Adelaide a little bit Adele Adelaide <laughs> Adele my bad phonetic spelling. I do that as a joke sometimes and now it's just a habit. Adelaide. Oh my gosh. Um, this song is uh, Louis Fonzi and the Daddy Yankees featuring Justin Bieber. Despacito. Can't say I'm into this song. Adelaide. I'm still, still real saying
1: Adelaide. It's
2: so the number nine song of the decade. Right here. Despacito. Not, not, not the, that's not the worst song, but you just know you're getting old when, when you don't resonate with any of the top 10 songs of the decade. Number eight, Goit featuring Kimbra. Kind of Somebody that I used to know. Very mellow song. Could not, Trying to get to the refrain here. First time you hear the song, you're like, Yeah, that song's all right. Goit, somebody I used to know, and then 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 it's awful. Like I'm just done. I don't want to hear that song ever again. It's too depressing and boring and mellow and uh this song number seven I got took the, a in the nation by storm. Is this is mad black. Got the
0: black Riding on a horse, you'll can- Valley. Little Nas. That acts.
2: Little Nas, now, Nas featuring Billy nothing. Ray Cyrus Old Town Road. Is the song played nothing. out yet? It peaked number one, April
1: 2019.
2: <laughs> that song is alright. I think it I think there was some controversy with it being a quote unquote country song, and then it wasn't a country song, and then people's were kind of outraged because of that because the singer's black and then oh what a black guy can't be can't be a country singer number six Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris We Found Love what's also interesting is I'm watching these videos for the first time ever because I haven't watched a music video in in this decade or the last one this song's okay Rihanna We Found Love Here's the refrain. I think. No. It's not a bad song. It's kind of mellow too. Uh, number five, Maroon Five. They're all featuring somebody. Maroon Five featuring Cardi B. Girls like you.
1: Girl, like
2: me, Terrible no desire to listen to this song right we're all old and we can't we can't even relate to any of the top 10 songs of the decade okay that's enough of that one i just do not need to listen to a a girl like you uh number four the Chainsmokers, featuring of course featuring Hal's, halsey sorry if i don't know that oh i didn't I didn't zoom this up to where I
1: just So
2: apparently it's the number four song. I'm going to skip ahead here. It's called either Closer or Closer.
1: <laughs>
2: I've never heard it before in my life. It's the number four song in the decade. Released 2016. Peaked at number one in September of
1: 2016.
2: Oh, it's awful. How is that the number four song of the decade? What's wrong with our society? Uh, Number three, Ed Sheeran, Shape of You. At least I've heard this
1: song. I'm in love with
2: Shape of You. I don't like that song either. Number two, LMFAO (laughs) featuring Lauren Bennett and Goon Rock. Party Rock. This song probably played at the club last night, right? That. <laughs> Another song that... I'm not in love with this song. <laughs> it isn't awful, but it would get awful. Real f- song. Real fast. And the number one song is a song we used to hear here every day to start the show. And uh, when Mitch was doing the show and he changed his, his uh, intro music to this. And I'll be honest, Uptown Funk right. by Mark Ronson? No idea. And Bruno Mars featuring Bruno Mars, of course. I think after about two weeks of this song being Mitch's intro, he was sick of it. He was like, why did I do that?
0: Oh, uh,
2: So yeah, top 10 songs of the decade. I can't relate to a single one of them. I, the Adele song, who I pronounced Adelaide for a couple minutes there. Because I'm uh, reading it and just, I don't think about Adele all that much. Or music a whole lot. Uh, that that was the best song on this list and it was number 10. And it kind of went downhill after that and finished with it.
0: Alright,
2: we're going to take a break. We'll be back on Wisdom This. Time. All right, welcome back to the first Lacrosse Talk PM of the year, 2020. 608-785-7914. Fred was very happy that Old Town Road made the top 10 songs of the decade list. Just seemed like the top 10s, and maybe that's all music, right? I, I Though I, did, I don't get sick of Pearl Jam all that often. A couple of Pearl Jam songs I, I get sick of, but uh, maybe after a while. But uh, Old Town Road, all right for a while. Uh, saw Star Wars last week. It's kind of our uh holiday tradition to go see a see a movie. Might go see it again. I didn't hate it, didn't love it. Um Number three's on the air. Number three, are you watching uh Star Wars movies?
0: I don't watch that
2: goofy stuff. Okay. Never did? No. No, not even like in nineteen seventy eight when it was a just, I'd
0: rather watch how the West
2: was one. How the West was okay.
0: Anyway, I didn't think you'd be working tonight because the way you sounded last night, you didn't know if you were going to come to work today or not.
2: Yeah, I wasn't sure, and then um, I just I was here, so it was fine.
0: Okay. Anyway, I want to wish you a happy New Year.
2: Oh, you know what? I opened your. I got your card. It was in my mailbox. I opened it. So, well, thanks a lot for that. And uh, me and the girlfriend will use it one of these days.
0: Well, I'm, I, if if I knew a day you're coming, I'd make sure she'd have a white tablecloth
2: for oh, you. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll shoot a hint if we're going one of these nights.
0: Okay, I didn't think you'd be on tonight. I just come home and I turned the radio on to see what the weather was doing, and I heard you playing some old songs or
2: something. Yeah, they're oh, the 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 top ten songs of the decade, and I hated every one of them. I never much. heard of them. Right? Yeah, that's well. And that's what I'm saying is you're getting old if you haven't heard any of the songs in the entire decade.
0: Well, I'm only 76, so give me a few more years. Well,
2: I, I was saying I'm getting old because I, I couldn't even, I didn't even hear most of those songs.
0: Well, oh, they just got a touchdown now. Who's that? That, that team in the white.
2: The which team is that? I'm not watching. They the They got a double, big W on them. Oh, the the Wisconsin team. Yeah, they got a touchdown. Oh, nice. It hasn't updated on them, right? ESPN. <laughs> I, I won't be calling you
0: tomorrow night. So happy New Year.
2: All right, you too. Thanks for calling today. You bet. Bye. Right, see ya. Number three says the Badgers got a touchdown, but I am ESPN updates this pretty quickly, and they are not updating the live scoring. So, man, is he ahead of the world? Is he ahead? Of, is he a, is pre- predicting the future here or what? Uh, the win probability right now on ESPN.com fifty five percent Oregon. Uh, just about the halftime. I don't know why this touchdown didn't pop up. I'm kind of sad. I, I don't. I feel like that might be fake news. Badgers got a touchdown right before half here. I'm looking at the play chart. I don't know why I care so much. They're tricking you into caring about these games. It's the uh, it's a bowl game for nothing between the eighth and sixth ranked teams in the country. You know, if there was an eight team playoff in college football, because there is a month layoff, we we don't play football for a month, and then we come and do these bowl games. Uh, the Badgers would be the eighth team, and they play the number one team in the country, and I would tell you who that is, but I'm not even really sure. I guess I could look it up. Bowl game schedule, here it is. I know they played, a, I think Clemson won, beat Ohio State, right? Oh, LSU is the number one team in the country. So the Badgers would have played LSU if there were an eight-team playoff. That would have been interesting. Uh, number three is calling back. Thank you. You're back on.
0: Yeah, Rick, they just, that team in the white with the W on them, they just kicked the ball between those two yellow posts, and they got some more points now.
2: Oh, okay. So
0: 17 to 14.
2: It is 17 to 14. Oh, there we go. Now it's updated. All right, thanks okay. for the update. No problem. Bye. <laughs> Can't give you the play-by-play. That would be illegal. See, it doesn't update on this page. That's weird. There we go. Maybe I had to refresh it. Cookies. Got to You got to update the cookies uh yeah anyway I was before number three called and who doesn't who's never watched star wars like that seems odd that never even seen one but i've I know a couple of people that that haven't seen star wars to be honest it's you know maybe it's not a not up people's alleys there's there's enough of them that are bad even the old movies are kind of like uh eh. back in the day though I feel like that was that was a amazing to see just like a totally odd Probably off well, maybe it wasn't so off the wall. There were a lot of sci fi shows back then. Battlestar Galactica, right? Uh, that one with the robot, B B B B that that show. I can't think of what that show is called, but I always love that show. Fred, Fred's texting in again. He's all he's he's also happy that most likely in twenty twenty, many criminal indictments of top Obama officials will happen. And uh you have Knutsen on admitting Obama's administration was not that transparent. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure no administration is transparent. And uh, Fred, don't get your hopes up. Those guys aren't, those guys don't put each other in jail. They like to tell you that, though. Lock her up, remember? If you don't remember, I think Trump ran on two things, lock her up and drain the swamp. He didn't lock her up. And then after he won the presidency, he did a campaign rally because that's all he does is campaign rallies. He doesn't do anything else, and uh, bef- after he won the presidency, he talked about, "Oh yeah, lock her up. We're not doing that." I was, I was just saying that. <laughs> so, you know, like I won't get your hopes up on the on the locker up stuff. And I would find that. Do I have that clip? Yeah, it's right here. I think this is it. So Donald Trump runs on locking up Hillary Clinton because that's an easy way to get you to vote for one person and not the other because you really don't like Hillary. So let's lock her up. And uh, then after he wins the presidency, he's up on stage.
0: Because I heard my opponent had scheduled Michigan unexpectedly. It was like all of a sudden with President Obama and Michelle Talk about Hillary. and Bill and Hillary and they were going to Michigan. Now, it's okay. Together.
1: No, it.
2: Lock her up.
1: That plays great before the election.
2: No, we don't care, right? Ah, we don't care about locking her up. <laughs> oh, we don't? That was just before the election. We care about that? Uh, yeah. Fred, nobody's. They're not locking each other up. It's not how the government works, right? Like, they're not going after each other like that. They only do that to get elected. Uh, anyway, back to Star Wars. So, if you don't want to. If you don't. I, I won't ruin. I won't. I, I might spoil some of the new Star Wars movie here. Check check how long I got to talk. I probably won't, actually. Let me go see it again. But I will just say this. So if, if you don't want to hear any any Star Wars, the new Star Wars movie, um, I will just say this. You ready? I'm going to say it. It's going to take 10 seconds. But it's going to spoil it. Here we go. The new Star Wars movie all the good guys live and all the bad guys die. Everything gets resolved in a happy, fashionable way where you're not, you're not too shook up about anything that happened. People die, but the one person that died that was a good guy was already literally dead in real life. So, that's all I'll say about that. It's kind of how movies work now, right? Like, uh, we're going to just resolve everything in the most positive way we can. Uh, I'm watching this show on HBO right now called, oh, it's got a weird name. It's a book, too, and I'm actually, it's so good that I'm I'm, uh, I'm interested in, in getting the book and reading it. Uh, oh, yeah, His Dark Material. It's a weird name. His Dark Materials or Materials? His Dark material. I got to look it up. It's on HBO. So, two good shows on HBO right now The Watchmen and His Dark Materials. So, if any of you read that book, and if you have that book, bring it to the studio and I will read it. Uh, there, I think it's a trilogy and then there's spinoffs after that. But, uh, watching that on HBO, and there are some characters that you kind of start to like. And I'm watching with my girlfriend, and at some point I go, well, this will get resolved all nice and neat where we're not sad about anything and then nope that's not what happened and uh there were tears not from me but from the girlfriend i was like are you crying really i was like this is great a a story where not everything was super happy and uh it's kind of like game of thrones a little bit and go leave it to hbo right or the person that wrote this book to uh make some sacrifices on characters that you end up falling in love with uh Star Wars does this, but only like thirty years after the characters are, you know, come to fruition, and they're trying to evolve into characters that aren't seventy years old. on Solo, <laughs> um, Chewbacca's still with us, though he's like two hundred years old. Uh, so yeah, the HBO's got two good shows: The Watchmen and His Dark Materials. Right now, they're those first seasons wrapped up, and it it's probably a, a show I will do. And how we watch and consume TV. And how HBO is trying to bring it back to the weekly you need to watch each week. But I would say that the way we need to watch TV now is starting like 1980. <laughs> start watching the shows that completed the old Battlestar Galactica. Just start watching shows that have come, have started and ended where you can binge it the whole thing. And then by the time you catch up to 2019. It'll be 2025, and then you can watch the entire season of The Mandalorian, the entire season of The Watchmen—not season, but like the entire series, right? It'll—you can—you you, know—you could do this right now. Like, hey, have you ever seen Lost? No? Well, you can watch the whole thing. You don't have to wait each week for the the episode, and uh, you you can you can take it all in. And by the time you're done with that, you could just move on to the next show that's a decade old. It's a good way to it's a good way to watch TV and it's also a good way to play video games. If you have a child out there and he's starting to get to that age where he or she's getting into video games, buy them the not maybe not the Atari, because it'd be hard to hook up to your TV. But uh buy them the original Nintendo. And then slowly just give them quote unquote new games for the Nintendo. And then, you know, maybe about a year and a half or two years upgrade it to the Super Nintendo and then get them the Genesis and then the N64 and then maybe the Xbox and hope they don't go to friends' houses and play a PlayStation or a, a new Xbox, a PlayStation four. Cause then the, that'll ruin the whole, the whole system you have going here where you save some money. You just have your kids uh, watching shows that are or watching shows, playing video games that, that are decades old, but they have no idea. And to them, it's brand new, right? Because they've never been exposed to video games. But, uh, but, they, but to you, it's, yeah, pay 75 bucks for a Nintendo. And every game that's ever been made for the Nintendo is built into this little memory chip and they can just play forever. And when they get sick of that in a year or three or however long it takes them to get sick of it, depending on how much you let your kids play with it, they can watch the next thing. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. I will be back tomorrow with Keith Knudsen on WISM.